Hello, stackers, and welcome to this special, I don't know what to call it, introspective, retrospective. Spective. Spective. Welcome to this spective as we talk about some things in relation to the final episode of season two. If you've not gotten to that episode yet, please be aware that there are some major spoilers in this one. So uh, you may want to stop if you've not gotten to that episode yet. So here to talk with me about the events that happened in the episode 78 are Meredith and Thane. So yeah, let's talk about it. Uh, First of all, obviously, this is a big ending for us. We weren't sure how things were going to go from the outset, how long it was going to take, how our story was going to progress. So Thane, uh, for a short time, well, for kind of a long time, it sounded like you might be trying to stay here for a year in between high school and college. Yeah, no, that didn't work out. And I was thinking, okay, great. We've got more time that we can uh, build the story together. So a lot of what I had built into the game from that point was thinking that we had another year with you. Mm, yeah. Um, <laughs> He's just trying to lay on some guilt. Like, no, oh, no, 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 no. You totally threw off my, uh, my <laughs> He's game. The, that yeah, I yeah. Peter is the chosen one, and he will last just much longer. Oh, me's dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, spoiler alert. Well, we already put it in a spoiler alert. Yeah, but you just a little <laughs> baldly, just flatly stuck it out there at the beginning. Ah, uh, I'm numb. That really changed things up, obviously. And we had to work into the story very quickly how to resolve Peter's story, uh, however unsatisfactorily. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we the decision, Thane's decision to go away to college immediately after high school really was made back in March. Yeah. So you had a couple of months there anyway. Now, we weren't meeting and recording all that time. So he basically made the decision to go away to college just before the pandemic hit. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then we, so, had our, we had our hiatus of... Right. We had just recorded three episodes in one night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was a, quite a marathon. Yeah. Uh, we did that with the intention of actually doing four. But the fourth one was going to be the... The big battle that we ended with, and we thought we're just we're too drained for that. We'll we'll we'll, cut, we'll pick back up in two weeks, and then literally like three days later, the world shut down. We're like, <laughs> okay, well, probably you know, a couple weeks we'll be able to get back together and do it. Not so, yeah. I guess it did kind of all planning of any kind kind of came to a halt. It then. did, yeah. And obviously, it wasn't just the game that got turned upside down. My whole work routine got shifted around. It was very, very busy for the first month and a half or so of trying to figure out how things were supposed to work. And so I didn't do any planning during that time. Yeah. Uh, but really, it came down to Thane and me having some behind-the-scenes discussions to figure oh, out. Yes, I would love some of the now – now that it's done, I would love to hear some of you guys's some of you guys's some of the conversations you guys had. Yeah, um, I'm not sure how much conversation we actually had, but... One day, Dad was like, hey, you want Peter to die? And I was like, yeah. And he'd be like, okay, cool. <laughs> and, and, you know, there were other ways we could have taken it. We could have had you decide to go off on your own, which would have been, an, I think, an odd... I think, yeah, I think that would have been out of character for him, that particularly after the his little Visham experience when he died the first time. He kind of yeah. came back more determined on the quest and and a much more serious person so yeah for him to all of a sudden say well peace out guys <laughs> good luck with the quest i'm going to do something else right now yeah, that, that would not have been it, it would not have been right satisfying at all and so that one was pretty quickly discarded uh there was obviously death 
which was not fun to think about. You know what else could have happened? He could have turned evil. That's what I was thinking. Mm. Because that, I mean, while not satisfying necessarily, it would be compelling. And it would be in keeping with previous stuff. Right, right, with all those Falling to the power of the the Star Stone. Right, right, the hints at his sort of... uh, dark obsession with his with the power that the star stones gave him and those hints at the reaver being his father and all the star wars parallels and stuff <laughs> so it would have been com- it would have made for compelling listening and also sort of kept a door open for us to see him again like when things home on breaks and stuff yeah well but i have always been assuming that whenever thane needed to exit that peter would die mm-hmm which is why you dreaded coming back yes. to record. As it was actually coming near, I thought, oh man, here comes Peter's death. <laughs> and I will say it was probably the hardest thing I've had to do as a dungeon master. And I, I think I've mentioned that in past comments and certainly in some of the email correspondence that I've had with our listeners saying how difficult it was to kill my own son. <laughs> and it obviously was not fun, but... I this, was having a blast. <laughs> well, you did get blasted. <laughs> Several the, times. The experience, I think, was helpful for me. Now I've got a taste for it. Mm. <laughs> oh, killing off major characters? Great. TPK time. <laughs> so that, just a little look ahead, folks. Uh, the, way the, the way the entire epic ends is <laughs> Tyr and Wombrabash will also die. And the good, or the good will be completely eradicated from Vardalon. Absolutely. And evil will win out. <laughs> There, now you guys don't need to listen to the rest of the story. That would be an interesting podcast where the story ends in defeat. Like, ooh. Yeah. That would be interesting. Hmm. So I wanted to take some time to have you tell us, Thane, about your experience with the game. Things that you liked, things maybe you didn't like, or what you would have changed about Peter. Hmm. Just kind of walk us through. What you liked about Peter. Yeah. So this podcast has been a fantastic um, part of my life for several years um it was super fun when uh dad came home with his little map that he made when he was just playing around with photoshop trying to learn how to make a map and then we were like oh let's make a world out of this oh let's make a podcast around this too and everything super fun uh to go on walks with dad and just kind of discuss different aspects of the world Mm -hmm. you know such deep things that we may not even like discover um but we know about them (laughs) Uh, like a particular drink that the Rindisman make, stuff like that. That the who makes? The Rindisman. Uh, Never heard of him. Yep, exactly. <laughs> uh, but it's it's just, you know, it was super fun to go through all the world building stuff with Dad. Uh, it, it was really neat to, at first, not be anticipating being part of the podcast. So I, I had a good bit of background knowledge beforehand and then was just kind of like a last-minute edition yeah, and, and I think the nice thing was, though, that it came through in the game. I think, yeah, it might have been for, for the best. And helped the party really keep track. Yeah. In fact, some of the email correspondence I got was bemoaning the fact that Peter is gone. What is the rest of the party? Yeah, yeah what are you guys going to do <laughs> without me? You really were me? the one who remembered all the things. <laughs> They're going to be standing there on the plane, just each looking in a different direction, where scratching their heads. Where are we? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, where have we already been? Where, where, where's that one story that we What's got? What's the name of that one place yeah, that yeah, we yeah. were at? Yeah. What are we Grief. doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah wait, who... Stack what? Anyway, <laughs> um, I think it was definitely for the best that I was part of the game instead of somebody else because then we had someone who knew some of the world, but not some of like the real 
story elements that dad was planning because he, you know, we, we got me as a player in soon enough that he was able to start putting together the actual story itself without me really knowing what all was going on yeah so most of our talk was about the world and the history yeah looking back some of the major abstract elements of of our plot right uh so really the detail i i think throughout the show you were pretty well surprised by things that happened i was i basically had to cut off all communication with you about the game that felt weird because then (laughs) rhiannon would come around and my, my sister would would come in and look at me and I'd be like, you know about something, don't you? And she would just smile. Because <laughs> she became my yeah. confidant about certain things. Hey, I want to throw it back. And I'm, I think we may have talked about this before, but it has always just killed me. So back in, what was it, episode four or something, when you said something, it was when we were just meeting the stag, and you said something about he looks off to the distant mountains, and Thane freaked out. And he got all emotional and, and was crying. And it was such a huge moment. What was that? What were you suddenly connecting? Do you remember? First of all, do you remember the... the? Oh, I remember, but... Okay. Is that something we've already established? Like, have we gotten there yet? You can tell. Okay. What is it? Oh, my okay. word. Okay. In the Forerunner game that Dad and I ran before the events that are taking place now... The two main characters of the game, you know, I was playing as Grotsk the Barbarian from the northern wastes of Trand, which was kind of like our, our pseudo-Russia. And then um, Dad played as a druid by the name of Enderil, which is the name that the stag gave us that, you know, he went by. He met the stag, and I already kind of felt like there was something deeper and something more ancient about the stag. And primarily being a magic animal and the fact that Enderil that Dad played as was a druid, so I was already kind of suspect, suspicious, and about then, the shape shifting about ability. the shape about the yeah. wild yeah, shape. Is that, is that a druid? That's that's like the druid thing. Okay, <laughs> they can turn <laughs> they can turn into animals. Oh. Yeah, and so you know he's talking and he's kind of revealing some of the background stuff that I'm starting to really that I'm starting to remember from our previous game. And he has a, a stone around his neck. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And uh, and then he looks off to the mountains, and you know my my character came from the mountains, and and we had a pretty big event regarding mountains as well, um, where we got into a fight with some well, some orcs or, orcs or something, yeah, yeah orcs. And uh, Enderil went under uh, zero hit points, and so Grotsk actually picked him up and carried him all the way down from the mountains and back to back to his house to to uh, you know recuperate. And so, so all of this came all of this story. Everything came all at once, yeah. and so really for Thane, it was just kind of a and also it, click. Yeah, and this is Enderil. This is this is Enderil. This is the story that I have already lived, but it's hundreds of years later. So and he, is, I kind of felt the sorrow of like the se- like separated friends who were like really close. Yeah. Oh my god. And so, I love that. so when he when he hands over the the star stones atop the mountain, yeah. one of them is Gro- he <gasps> he ended up with Grotsk's stone. <gasps> Peter did. Rice Kostoch is. <gasps> Is Peter Stone? Oh <laughs> I am so I'm freaking out over you guys. First of all, when Rhett gave Thane the go ahead to tell the story, I was literally sitting here with my fists in the air and like this grin, like I'm gonna hear the story. I was so excited, and I love that. Oh, I love that. See, that makes sense now. And so when that, you see that the- you would be so emotional. Remember, Michael was like, "This better be good." 
It's <laughs> like, man, this better be dope because Zane was freaking out and Rhett was freaking out and we were going, what? <laughs> and the statues that you saw in, <gasps> in the puzzle thing. They those were them. telling some of the story. The elf. The elf lady was the character that Rhiannon played when she kind of hopped in for a little <gasps> bit. And... Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, oh my uh, goodness! Yeah. You guys are getting deep dive stuff right oh, now. Oh yeah, yeah. Awesome. This is and there's other there's other stuff that I feel like should not be revealed quite yet. Yeah, yeah. If, if it's stuff we haven't touched on or that hasn't really like come out and or is and, not or, or yeah. is yet to be revealed. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. I just that has been plaguing me, <laughs> and it's just been every time I think uh, think of it, which isn't often. Like every single day, I'm going, "What was that?" But. Whenever it comes to mind, you know, when I hear that episode, I just think, oh, yeah, I wonder what, if they can tell us what that was all about. Yeah. That is so neat. Well, the puzzle episode, episode five, has gotten a lot of comments after the fact of people saying, yeah, I really liked the puzzles in that. I really enjoyed listening to, uh, especially the music one, mm-hmm. where, you had to, where you had to play the notes. <laughs> yeah. dun, 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 dun. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So lots of fun, but um, okay. Yeah. I think that was the one time that we've tried film, uh, tried recording over at his house. Yeah, over at Michael's house. Yeah, yeah. and didn't it, it worked out okay? But so that one effort. time, but every other time we tried it, it was a disaster. Yeah, it's weird. This is not good. So anyway, um, you had some good moments. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, it was. A long time coming, and then yep. all of a sudden you were thrust into the limelight when somebody we thought might be playing ended up not playing, and we needed somebody, and you you were handy, and, uh, and I asked I was, you if you I could was, do it. I was definitely kind of jealous that somebody else would get to partake <laughs> in the world that I made, and so I was excited to be part of the world. I was less excited to no longer be part of the development process, but it was definitely neat to then be able to experience the world that I had made from the eyes of one of its residents. Now, guys, I have difficulty sitting still, and there are so many times I just did not want to do the podcast because that meant I'd have to sit here for a while. Mm -hmm. My seat would get hot. There were times when I definitely did not want to be part of this. Was that the worst of it, though, fidgeting? Yeah, Yeah, it was. Story-wise, though, character-wise? Character-wise, fantastic. I loved it all. Okay. Um. There were uh, also times where I wish that I had, like, I myself had better social skills and, like, on-the-spot uh, interaction skills. And uh, it was weird to play as the character who had the highest charisma stat in the party <laughs> who, when it was usually, you know, you or Michael who would step in and, and say the thing yeah. instead. And so there was that. I do wish I had maybe chosen a bit more of a reclusive character instead. I I have said quite often that I wish I had played a wizard or something, someone who would be a bit more justified, like really geeking out about the magic system and and um, some of the deeper lore instead of, you know, a, a cleric instead. Who well, was, yeah, because you, you Peter was actually the most skeptical. Once magic started popping up, you're like, nah, that's not magic. This is magic against does, the ways that I have. You yeah, know, magic taught. doesn't exist. So. Poor Thane had to go against everything he wanted to yeah, yeah. in order to play his character. Yeah. and But I think he really came around, and I think you grew into a comfort level with Peter that, that resonated with listeners. Well, very quickly, Peter became me in a Dungeons <laughs> & <and> Dragons game. <laughs> yeah. Except that he's able to like actually go and fight stuff. So what were your favorite aspects, elements of Peter? 
I liked his protective nature of his friends. Being the being the healer of the group, you do kind of become a bit of a chaperone, a bit of a, a babysitter <laughs> a lot of the times, especially when you have a barbarian. Wow. <laughs> um, although it seems as if she would almost never take a hit, so there was that. <laughs> Or never any hit that really required much in the way of healing. Yeah. Like when you're raging and you're taking half damage. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we you almost, basically doubled your hit points. I almost never had to worry about you guys like getting too heavily damaged, which you know, it was it was interesting. Now that I'm consciously thinking about it, I don't really think I really had to bust out healing magic all that often. Um, like maybe every now and again to kind of, you know, boost you guys a little bit. But yeah. never like, oh my goodness, if I don't cast cure wounds three turns in a row. Bash is going to die. Right. I can remember a few times, maybe earlier on, when we were all at lower levels. Oh, and yeah. so hit points were not nearly as plentiful that you would cast cure wounds on us to help us in a long fight because we'd be going down faster than our hit point total supported. It wasn't very often that you pulled that one out, at least not on us. But nevertheless, Peter was very protective of his friends, uh, which I think I tried to reflect in the abilities and pathways i chose with um how i progressed his character especially once i got to the pal once i took on paladin and then chose those abilities in a metagaming kind of sense kind of tried to really bulk up peter's armor class for himself and then also yeah, boy did give, you ever oh my no goodness kidding. yeah i had a nine, I, 19 19 or something like that um and then i would uh, try and find abilities and uh, class paths that would protect you guys as well, especially when I had that, what was it, the arrow catching shield at the very end of, yeah. of his run, which Hell I never yeah. really got to use, but, it, you know, I had it. I had forgotten about that. Yeah, and then I had some ability that gave disadvantage to attacks against allies within five feet of me or something along those lines. Mm. So I really tried to um, make Peter into something that could, you know, be a, a shield for you guys. Mm-hmm. So you like that about him, and you've talked a little bit about things you didn't like. How do you feel that you as a player grew through two years of role-playing game episodes? I think I did okay. I mean, at the very, at the very beginning, it was definitely very awkward, but so it was for all of us. We, uh, we had never been in a podcast before. <laughs> you were awkward, but it was fine because you oh, were- Oh, so it's you, fine when I'm awkward, you were the you, you are. Were the new, you were the newbie, and that's fine. Those kind, that kind of awkwardness is excusable. Took me a bit, but I think um, really once we got out of Arden and on our way, that's when I really started to hit my stride with Peter mm-hmm. and really started growing into the character that I kind of wanted him to be. Mm-hmm. Never quite got there, but I think I got pretty well into it. Well, I will say that your quick wit, mm-hmm. your clever side comments and things really made for fun editing. Yeah, for sure. And it's just fun to pull out those little things and uh coming up not this week but next week hopefully we'll be able to have if not half of then the whole of our blooper reel for season two we're going to try and get together and record the filler stuff for that and then i'll try and stitch it all together there's a lot of fun peter moments and we can talk a bit about favorite peter moments too oh dear i'm gonna say please yeah i'm gonna miss that and i'm gonna miss your working knowledge of the world yeah it's going to be weird having someone else sitting in your seat. Yeah, it was very nice to be the guy who like knew the... Uh, and I think Peter did have a pretty usable excuse to know so much about the world as he did. Although, 
again, if if I had played like some kind of scholar or wizard of some stripe, I think uh, that would even that would be even more. Yeah. Um, next time. Yeah, next time. <laughs> <laughs> um, but nevertheless, it was it was definitely neat to be the guy who's like. <sighs> Okay, guys, we need to go and find the pillars because they're the shards of the gods, as I said in this poem over here, or this line and over here, and they're in these different countries, and the countries are here, 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 and here, and if we go this way, it'll be shorter and stuff like that. Yeah. It was it was kind of fun to be that guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so favorite Peter moment. Meredith? Oh, I'm supposed to pick one? Grief. Yeah. Well, the first one that always comes to my mind because it just blew my mind was his quick thinking in casting Spare the Dying on that enemy dude. Oh, wow. When we got yes. to the when we got to the ship and it turns out that our that our guard was actually against us and he tried what what the guy tried to throw himself off the ship or something. I forget he what he did. He stabbed himself, I think, right? Okay. Yeah, so this something. was the traitors, the, the yes. honor guard that had been assigned to you on your way to in Dalhuin. Mm-hmm. To Tuanue. Mm-hmm. I kind of felt something was off when you like went into detail describing each and every one of them. Yeah. See, that's the kind of quick thinking and decision making that I really covet in gameplay. See, you listeners don't know the agony that is editing <laughs> my track. Um, Rhett leaves in quite enough of my deliberations. Believe me, there's at least twice as much on the day as you guys are forced to listen to in the edited <laughs> version. I don't, I still, even two years in, I'm just, I do not think quickly along the lines of what should my next move be? You know, what would my care, what, what do I have on my, in my character's inventory in her skills in her proficiencies to be the next thing. And so a, a major example from this last episode um, when I was trying to figure out how to use my helm of telepathy, guys, <laughs> oh, I was yeah. I was the one cleaning up the tracks this time, and I just wanted to smack myself <laughs> because it took me forever. First of all, to figure out the best way to use it, and then when I had finally, after Michael suggested, to tell the guy to take you to his leader, and then Red said, "Okay, what's your suggestion?" and I was like. What's my suggestion? And I deliberated about that for about three more minutes. So see, that kind of thing, it takes me forever to make a decision and come up with something really clever to do. And that thing just went, spare the dying. And I was like, whoa, that's that's genius. I thought that was so amazing. And it was perfect because we needed him. We needed to know Wait, why are you guys doing this? Why are you attacking us? Why did you turn on us? Who sent you? There was so much important stuff that came out of the conversation we had with him after Peter spared him from dying. Yeah. And I just thought that that was just genius. You should have just leveled him up from F for that. Just level <laughs> him up because it was just amazing. So that's the first one I always think of. Of course, I mean, I guess a fond, fun memory is when Tira whacked him with the pan <laughs> back in episode two yeah, or three. Like way back yeah. in the beginning because that, oh, we, got, that, that we joked about for a long time and that was, was i think the first of the i'm coming with you yes the first i'm coming with you and because i was determined that i didn't want him because we had just met functionally and you know tira is thinking no you are just this little green kid and i don't want you messing things up i'm gonna go figure out what's going on he's like i'm with you and i, I was do. like what <laughs> no, i not. do i do love how you know, you being a new person to the game if i was in that situation you know me just knowing 
you know, the people at the table are part of my party, and I want us to to find a way to really stick together as quick as is possible. And you, having no prior experience, are like, I'm going to save my character. My character says this guy is going to be a liability. Yeah, that was really cool. Oh, yeah. thanks, babe. And I think one that sticks not only with me but with plenty of others is the the boot incident. Yes, the boot. Incident. <laughs> that was I'm also so, genius. I'm so proud of myself for like coming up with the with the so little cute. prayer for that and the little and the 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 so I I uh, this wanted, was I the wanted, pirate incident yes. off yeah. the coast of Abendale. M- yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Abendale. So I knew the boots were going to be instrumental just at, at least as just you know, an icon necessary to be present for the god of traveling because, you know, travel, boots, you know, they're like essentials. So, Duh. yeah, obviously. So, boots. And then I was thinking, well, we're going to be traveling by water and, you know, sacrifices and whatnot. So, overboard they go. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, but that's the stuff that lives on after the yes. game is over. Years from now, we, we look back and chuckle. Oh, the boots. The boots. Yeah, <laughs> and he tosses them overboard. And we all went, wow. <laughs> Rhett was laughing hysterically. I was like, "What have you done?" And I don't remember what Michael was doing, but it was something along that line. He was, he was doing sitting that. back with his head thrown back. <laughs> yeah, he was, yeah. Doing, he was doing that laughy to. Or no, what I love is when he's like looking through his abilities for something he's gonna do in a fight. <laughs> no, I, I, the. the yeah, yeah. I, I can't do it i can't do it but you guys know you yeah. stack you stackers know yes. uh, yeah yeah, yeah. Or like something like that it's just oh it's, it's so excited yeah he gets so excited yeah and thing do you have a favorite peter moment mm. i was gonna mention the boots uh-huh. to be honest um let's see here huh now i'm trying to think of like notable things i've done that you guys haven't Ooh, mentioned which already. way the library <laughs> the library oh meeting the radiance library. the library tira peter's got no game <laughs> 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 it was hilarious too yeah it was you know definitely early on the podcast and i had no idea how on earth to you know interact period and you know females <laughs> <laughs> Still a struggle to me today, Aww. but it was just, I, I don't know. I, I i was just kind of trying to, f- you know, follow are the stag's instructions. Yeah, and you I were just like, very single-minded. Was, you were just like, oh, I've got to get to the library. Well, I, yeah, <laughs> this I was, is what I we're here like, for. You know, I, I understand that dad brought up, you know, Radiance for a purpose, but I was just thinking, well, we're here to go to the library, so I'm going to try and find my way to the library don't know why this paladin lady is doing a thing. We can you know, figure that out after we go to the library. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully with almost 80 episodes in the bag, the story will be memorable and that you'll treasure the moments. And I think I'd like to try and do something with your character sheet. <gasps> try and do something to... Burn it? Shred it? Memorialize Peter. No. Not sure what that's going to be, but... I just really appreciate you being a part of this game. Yeah. It's, it's been a lot been of fun. Fantastic. And yeah. who knows? I may find a way to come back. Who knows? I just wanted to thank you both for joining us for this special reflection. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be so weird to have somebody else taking my place in the story. I'm going to try and follow follow along the podcast when, you know, when I'm off in college and you guys have picked up recording again. I'll try and follow along, but I'm, I'm, just, I, I'm predicting it's going to be garbage. <laughs> oh nice oh yeah you're lost without me <laughs> we will be for quite a bit i yeah, assure yeah. you we'll see i think it'll be just fine i think the story will be fantastic 
Yeah. Because you, Dad, are a fantastic storyteller. Well, thanks. It's been a lot of fun, and you all have made it easy. You role play very well, and you pick up with cues and hints and hooks very readily, and that has made it so much easier to be a storyteller on this side of the screen. Stackers, we want to thank you. If you have any comments, any reflections of your own to share with us, please do so through Twitter and Instagram at stackodice or by email at stack.o.dice at gmail.com. As we said, later on we will be releasing, I'm not sure if we have enough to do a two-part blooper reel for season two. We may very well. If we do, we will space that out. There's just nothing funny that happened in season two. (laughs) And... We'll try and get some other things in. I think this summer, I, I, I threatened it last summer, but I want to try and do some wiki work <laughs> to build up entries and really create special entries for every person, place, thing. But we'll see. And then I may do some audio recordings of me just reading those off. So if you don't want to go visit the wiki or whatever, uh, then you can just listen to it and we'll kind of work through that. I hope to have some more of that done by the end of our break. And like I said, I think in October, we will try and come back to our regular actual play episode releases. So look forward to that. We'll keep you, we'll keep you informed about scheduling and all that kind of stuff. But for now, we're going to enjoy some downtime. This Saturday, this last Saturday, I got up a little bit later than I normally do. And I came downstairs and I watched the Smurfs for about an hour. And that was fantastic. No worrying about editing. No worrying about, oh no, something's got to be out on Monday. Yep. Oh, it was so nice. And so uh, I'm looking forward to more Saturdays like that. And again, just be ready, stackers, for October-ish for us to get back to our actual play episodes. But we thank you for all your comments, all your interactions. It means a lot to us. If you haven't done so yet, rate and review us on iTunes. That helps a lot with our visibility. We've noticed a surge in downloads over the last month or two, and so we appreciate that. If you're telling your friends it's working, we're always happy to see more downloads because that just means that more people are listening and hopefully enjoying the show. And as always, we look forward to hearing from you and seeing you again next time right here at Stack of Dice. I threatened it last summer, but I want to try and do some wiki work (laughs) to build up entries and really. Really what? (laughs) (laughs) They're just idling out behind our fence. Is this the place where Stack of Dice meets? (laughs) I don't know. I'm not sure it's over. (laughs) 